right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Yo, yo. I go by the name I'm of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Gloves, sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes, Benz convoys with the wagon on the side, only big boys keep deuces on the ride, Gucci Chuck Taylor with the wagon on the side. Man, I make a buck what up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Rado, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305, South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Tuesday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey with the Jays. Yes, sir. Sam spin the one and two. Is Sam? You sure? I can't see him. 736-9760. We are broadcasting for the Rounders Card Club Studios. This first segment of the day is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Keep in mind, Double Days Pizza, their newest location in San Antonio is in the Alamo Ranch area. They still have their location in the Leon Springs as well. Go check them out. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, 736-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we're not discussing um, on the show you want to bring to the airways, feel free to do that. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, um, if there's anything that we discussed yesterday you didn't have a chance to chime on as well, you can do that as well, too. What's up, man? I'm in the middle, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? You ready? Yes, sir. Is that, yeah. What's up with the screen, Sam? You I don't know. know. They all turned off in there? All off. Man, they That's were all cool off in here, too. In, everything's the blackout. Uh, dysfunctioning. Um, all right. So today, uh, we've got some things to get to. We've got to put a cap on uh, week seven in the NFL uh, that concluded last night. We'll get there. We'll start with there. Also, we've got a potential uh, closeout game tonight for the Dodgers, seeing if they can cap their first World Series since 1989, um, they're going to be, of course, they're in the Damn, series with the long? Rays. It's been since 1989 since wow. they won the World Series. Um, so, you know, tonight could be uh, possibly the second championship uh, of L.A. that Magic Johnson is responsible for. Such a short Magic Johnson's way. responsible for. I know yeah. the, the Dodgers, but what did he? Yeah. He left the Lakers high and dry. Yeah, he quit. That, well, first of all, he he landed the biggest fish for him, and LeBron, LeBron James. was going anyway. I don't know about that. I don't know about that uh, because if he was going there anyway. Then why did he show how to show up at twelve oh one in front of the house? <laughs> I yeah. won't be here. Yeah. So that one in the Dodgers, man. I mean, since Magic Ball, no, no, the Dodgers. Came, I know. Yeah, the yeah, Dodgers. Yeah. He's turned around and got them used to not worrying about spending money. I mean, I think it was the what the court family, the court family, whatever. When they went through the whole divorce situation with his wife with the Dodgers, there was a there was a dull time, a bad time there. So yeah, so Magic's got his hands in both 
um, of these if Dodgers can get it done. But it's not going to be easy to close out the Rays, in my opinion. Uh, they'll have Snell. Snell's has been kind of up and down this postseason, but that's their one of their top two aces. So we'll see how that okay. plans, uh, plays out. Um, also, speaking of uh, NFL, we've got some NFL news. Uh, you know, of course, we've got to talk uh, to – about uh, Jerry's uh, comments today. <laughs> are you going uh, to shut up and let me answer the question? Yeah, we'll squirm, Jerry. Get flustered. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, we know it's not a leadership problem. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's leadership. It's karma. It's all of the above. And you're about to go ahead and get ready to maybe possibly witness your worst season since Troy Aikman's rookie year. So uh, just get – I don't know if your age can handle it this time. Yeah, I don't Jerry know if your heart was, can take it. He already apologized yeah. according to the, the, the ticker, but – that's funny. Yeah. Uh, you know what? But I uh, mean, Jerry's a competitor. And sometimes you get he's frustrated. Like, you know, you, you go all in. You get a new staff because everybody tells you that's the problem. Steven is telling you, yeah, we got to get rid of Garrett. Then Dak goes down. The offensive line goes. <laughs> it was funny. He was like, were you talking about offensive line? He was about to name everywhere they had in- injuries. Oh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> but he's a competitor, man. He's frustrated. There's nothing no, wrong with getting frustrated. No, he didn't go all in. He went all in and forgot the main important piece what? to make Phil happy and getting the then showing the locker room, the team that you're 100 percent believing in the quarterback. Oh, uh, so no, he ain't all the way in. He's gonna pay for it. So I mean, because you could have maybe, like I said, if you want to go to quote unquote, they were gonna finish seven and nine. With so Dak, do you feel? So you are you telling me if Dak if Dak got his the, the exact contract he wanted, he wouldn't have got hurt this year? Um, no, it wasn't the fact that he possibly wouldn't have got hurt, but it was just due to the fact of the way it played out and the way you just started bad juju on the wrong foot anyway. Mm. Um, you know, the regardless of it is whether that was 100% healthy and this team was destined to finish 7-9 and nine anyway, 8-8 eight and eight anyway, that's a, that's a lot better. Than it's three a, I just hope this isn't the Marcus Cousins situation. I hope, like at some, I hope at some point somebody gives him his money. Because, you know, DeMarcus he tore his Achilles – and he he was about to make two. You talk about two hundred million. He was about to get two hundred mil from somebody. Tears his Achilles, never gets his payday. Oh no, man! The Dax injury. I mean, he's young no, enough to where he's going to recoup. There's no infection. Uh, he's going to rehab. Okay. It's a four to six month deal. He's going to be back better than ever. Okay, cool. I mean, this is not luckily for him. It's nothing to do with his knees. It's nothing to do with his throwing arm. Um, it could be a lot worse if it was something. Now we're talking about a different story. Um, do I think that regardless from the Cowboys or the open market, does he get kind of what he's asking for um, outside the Cowboys with this injury? Probably not, regardless of what happened. Uh, but that doesn't change my stance. But we'll see. I mean, because you mix that in with the Cowboys going four and twelve, or three and thirteen, or five and eleven, um, they'll probably give him three years if he wants to, you know. And all the commercials with that, because they don't—they've got too much holes. They do the Yankee Panky around of who's going to get the quarterback, or who's going to get that. Uh, you know, I've heard rumors starting to heat up what? on TV to eventually when they make a trade for Matthew Stafford in the offseason and stuff like that. Go ahead and get into the rent a, rent a QB, uh, rent a old QB uh, for a few years and see how that plays out for you. You know, yeah, so I've heard you. those things. No, just take care of what you got and start filling all these holes that's leaking. I mean, it's bad when you have a coach that gets tobacco sauce or hot sauce or whatever Dog. the hell he's got in his fingers. I was like, and Mike Nolan, that's I'm just like, where you he's can't bad. even make this up. He's like, hold on, God. <laughs> It's not funny because I'm sure it burned. But, like, you know, he's sitting there talking, and the next thing you know, he's like, hold on, hold on, guys. Yeah, like, how bad has it gotten to where 
coaches are having to leave press conferences because they got Tabasco because they all, they all, in his eye. Because they all got the Jack curse. They, that whole that whole organization's jinx right now. I mean, that's that's, you that's call, just you what it is. You sticking with this Dak curse? Yeah, it's it's cursed. This season's cursed. Till you do right by him. I mean, good people that are good guys, good people that do everything you ask that overperform. You don't take care of them. Karma bites your ass, and they got the Dak curse right now. So that, that's just the start of it. Um, you know, some hot wing sauce that he had right before <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the meeting to get in. Why? Well, first of all, why are you why are you got the hot sauce out during the press conference? Or was it on his finger from lunch? I think it was lunch? on his fingers before okay. like lunch or whatever. And he didn't watch See, his I hands. read the transcript. I didn't see the video. And other Mike Nolan, not even, like I said, I don't think Mike's really the problem. I mean, I mean I've told you all the last few weeks, he's not the top defensive coordinator, but I've seen him coach better defenses with bros and joes than this. But again, hot sauce. I mean, you're not washing your hands in a <laughs> pandemic? I mean, we got a 100-year pandemic, and you didn't wash your hands. That lets me know you didn't wash your hands anyway. That's why that damn team Yo, is dirty as hell right now. You've been, on, you've been on one for two days. When are you going to get off of them? Huh? With, with basically what you call for forever, forever, with me a certain thing, when are you going to apologize? When is the fan base and the Dak haters going to apologize, reps to me? When they, and I'm not talking about whether they would win or they still lose. I'm talking about the ones, and I can't remember where you stood, but the ones that – We'll be okay because Andy Dog, we could do this with Andy. Okay. Andy's teammates didn't even run to his defense. Andy got ran over by a car and they just sit there, hit and run his team, just act like it was nothing. We don't want to be late for that movie. Just keep it going. Somebody will call, call for him. Somebody call 911 for him. That's what they did. That's what they did. Hell, so no, I'm but not I'm, sti- I'm sticking. I'm sticking season. to my guns, though. If that was it's Dak, it would have be, been a probably, Royal Rumble. That's a good assessment. Been a Royal I, Rumble. I never heard of but yeah, I'm sticking there. It's going to be a long season for Cowboy fans on this one. I don't care if I'm stating the obvious. It's like, man, I, I, I tell you. The like, Dak well, curse. Yeah, the Dak curse. Hmm. I'm never defended a Cowboy in my life in reference to that, unless it's right or wrong. And like I said, it's, it's right for him. And I'm only doing that based off of the league and his peers and what they've gotten done. You know, that's that's the only thing, too. There's been a lot of quarterbacks offered contracts on their teams and they turned it down. And then in this area, they end up getting what they want anyway. You know, when it's justified and it's just not only. Yeah, only, I, totally I mean, crazy. have you, can you remember Jerry getting surly like that in the, in his weekly? I think about him. It was, it was pretty much. Was it, it around it, when it, they were talking about Dak's contract? I think I, I that think was the it, last that time. That was not too long ago, but he, with that weekly show. But my thing is like you. You want to do this. You come on weekly. Like, you make yourself Even accessible. Even off-season, yeah, Like, you whatever. ain't got to talk and answer nothing, but you want the airtime. You on the airwaves. You're on public airwaves. You know, getting agitated. You made the hire. You wanted to go. You agreed to go switch from a, a, a switch a defensive scheme. You decided to sit on your yacht and draft a wide receiver first round when you knew you had an aging, <laughs> broken-down offensive line going. Uh, Tyron Smith has been sucking money up for the last two or three years. He's had the ski mask on. Now, He's living off of his name. They've known all this, but they still went with C.D. Lamb. When and they, they picked C.D. Lamb, Cowboy Nation went crazy. I remember Twitter like it was yesterday because I remember tweeting out and people tried to call me salty. I was like, yo, y'all act like y'all just drafted Randy Moss, which it wasn't about C.D. Lamb as a as a, a receiver. Well, well, I had questions because it was the Big 12, whatever. But it was just more about like you just like so you got two receivers worth first round picks on your team, like it just doesn't make sense. It don't make football. It didn't make football sense to me. I wasn't even thinking about the offensive line. I was thinking more defensive line. But you know, I got called a hater. But I mean, I'm not saying the CD sucks, but it just looks weird right now with him on the roster, and you have all these holes on the defensive line and offensive line. And then now they let it be known that Everson Griffin 
who they paid $6 million to this year, that, that he's on the trading block. So, mm. you know, and I remember when they got him, but he acted like it was Reggie White. So uh, a lot of stuff coming, a lot of roosters coming home to roost. Like I said, like I said yesterday, that curse. That. it's a lot of teams that's two and four and one and five and over, but they ain't got the problems Dallas got. They ain't, there's not light at the end of the tunnel, kind of where you want to talk cap space, whether you want to talk, uh, you know, able to lure free agents, whether you want to talk coaches stability. Um, it's just a, a quarterback in the field. It's it's a whole bunch of they got a lot of check marks off. So we've got that. Uh, you know, uh, it's, I guess it's official. We've heard a lot of uh, rumbling, but uh, Des Bryant's back in the NFL. Practice. He signed to the practice squad, but I know he tweeted well Instagram that he couldn't stop crying. Been working hard, so and I'm guessing he's just gonna be on the practice squad until he learns the playbook. I would think. I don't think they're just gonna leave him over there on the practice squad. I don't know. Um, probably until he gets acclimated. I mean, of course, he's not going to be there this weekend for the Steelers and Ravens, which is a showdown um, this weekend. I don't think he'll be participating in that game. But eventually, Dez, again, keep in mind, last year when he signed with the Saints, he got hurt on the last week of practice. No, I mean, the last, last practice play. Like, or a couple years ago. Damn, right, yeah, a couple yeah, years last, ago. He, he got, just sat out last yeah, year. Yeah, he got hurt on the last uh, play in practice when he was trying to make a comeback. So we're eventually going to see what he has left in the tank. Um, you know, Antonio Brown's back in. We kind of talked about that as well, too. So when we get back, we'll put a bow on week seven in the NFL. We'll talk about the Monday night football matchup that took place last night in L.A. You listen to the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J. This next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Keep in mind, Smoothie King has a variety of different flavors to choose from. Make sure you try their immune builders as well. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so uh, let's get started with last night as the uh, Rams uh, keep pace with their division, their red-hot division in the NFC West, and they get the victory over the Chicago Bears. Um, it pretty much um, – That's how you saw say, it? Huh? That's how you saw it going? Yeah, I mean, for the most part. I mean, I figured I know you Rams, don't want to touch it, but you said they would cover – yeah. You said they were covered, and they did. Yeah, I, I think. I didn't they, think they would. I thought the Bears would put up a better show than that. Well, Rams coming off of a, a loss on, uh, on their the last 49ers, team. right? Yeah, and then coming back, and um, like you alluded to, with the keeping the pace of the division, and I just thought it was going to be challenging for uh, Chicago to to score uh, against the Rams. I think the Rams' defense is, you know, I don't, you know, they they recovered. They they kind of took a step back last year, but I think you know getting a cornerstone uh, like Ramsey and getting him sewed up and paid um, and along with it still, you like you said, you got the best defensive player in the league that's still damn near leading sacks and wrecking havoc. You got – they're getting back to that swag on defense, and I figured that was going to be challenging 
uh, for Chicago. But if you look at that game yesterday, and it I know all about uh, Johnny Hecker. Lewis Reddick kept basically alluding to it during the uh, broadcast. But, you know, there were some plays that Chicago left that they're a few inches off here and there from uh, the whether they're big plays like the deep ball, whether it's assignments here and there. I don't think they're totally off uh, that much. I know a lot of people like yourself are down on their record. I'm not going to sit there and tell you I think they're as good as their record. But also, I don't think them being 5-1 and one or now 5-2 and two um, is just a fluke either. But uh, credit to the Rams. I don't uh, – an offense that struggles like – like the Bears, you can't um, start that many possessions inside the ten. Uh, their kicker Johnny Hecker put on the show last night. Yeah, I know the he. Was the yeah, he put on. The game. Yeah, he put on the show last night. Don't forget the Bears let go of their outside linebacker. Now this with the Rams and Floyd, Greg Lloyd. Excuse me, Lloyd. Uh, he put on the show. He had two, three sacks, a bunch of pressures. Offensive line looked bad. The running there is no running game. Uh, and the defense, when you're playing somebody like uh, – when you're facing somebody like Sean McVay's offense, defense can only hold up so long. And I and I told you all last week this would be the week that starts the um, – to see who the Bears really are. You know, now you got to go to the Saints, who the Saints have some holes themselves, but they find, way to, they find ways to win games. And then after that, you have the Titans. You can't stop Malcolm Brown. Um, I'm not sure how you're supposed to stop Derrick Henry, but, you know, they'll cross that bridge when they get there. But Foles, Trubisky, look, I'm not saying that Foles isn't a better option than Trubisky, but now, but watching Foles for a few weeks in a Chicago Bear uniform, I see why Trubisky beat him out in training camp. When when it goes back, like it's either really good for Foles or really bad. There is no in-between. He lacks confidence. He makes some bad decisions. He throws the ball late. A lot of back foot throws. Gets dirty. He gets happy feet. He don't like getting hit. But I mean, what's the option, Trubisky? So no. Well, and then and like I said, when you have guys like Foles and Trubisky, who aren't top notch quarterbacks, and they don't have a running game, it's going to get ugly sometimes, like it did last night. Like those type of quarterbacks need a running game. Like a Russell Wilson, when he first got to the league, he was he was a he was a game manager, but he had a running game. He had beast mode. When Tom Brady was trying to figure it out, he had a great defense. They both had great defenses, and they both had running games. These two guys without a running game, and it's just all on their arms. Some nights are gonna look like last night. It was bad. That Whoa. was bad. They made the Rams look like the '85 Bears. Well, this is the deal, man. But I, like I said, it comes I, back to Hecker. He put on the show. Well, really, this starts with the offseason and in the camp, and this really falls on Nagy and, and the GM. I agree with you there. Because I feel that the the lack of performance this particular year and the pressure and the tight moments, because you see it sometimes with Foles and Nagy's relationship on the sideline, has to do with where Nagy handled this whole quarterback situation. What do you mean? And the GM. Because it's you you, you went out and made the deal with Foles when there was a lot of hoopla about the lack of play from Trubisky last year. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? They moved up to get this guy. Deshaun Watson was sitting there. The whole narrative of the national media on this. And I feel like you went out and got Nick Foles that was familiar with your system and what you were accustomed and wanting to do. But what you do is you tell everybody, oh, it's going to be a competition that lasts all season. It's going to be a competition that lasts through the first at least four games. And then you pretty much pull Trubisky for a bad half at Atlanta. 
I mean, and now that we're finding out that basically Nick Foles came back and led y'all back in that game, but we're finding that Atlanta lets everybody come back and get him. <laughs> so to me, I just think that instead of just saying, hey, Nick Foles, naming a starter before the season started, and especially with no trick, I just think and the fact that you, like if Trubisky would have went on two-game bad streak where that's just Mitch, the bottom line of it is then you make it. But you benched him off of one bad half because he started better than what people thought. He had a bad half, half in the Georgia Dome and he um, pulled him. And then Brian Greasy tweets out yesterday that there's plays that Nagy is calling and Nick Foles is rolling his eyes as soon as the play's called because he knows he's not going to have time to make that play. So those two it. guys, huh? I can, yeah, I can no. tell by the language Nag- Nagy, on the sideline. Nagy and Foles that. go at it at least two, three times a game. When they come off on the third down, those two guys, they always got something to say to each other. Foles always got something to say back. They're not on the same page. That's not the same Foles from Philly. I don't know if it's a Doug Peterson thing. I don't know if it's a Nagy thing. I don't know. Maybe Doug Peterson's a better coach than Nagy. I don't know. There's no maybe. He is a better coach than Nagy. He's a better coach than Nagy. But two, three times a game, Nagy and Foles have words with each other, and now I'm seeing why because Nagy's calling plays. That Foles know he's never going to get off, and you saw that last night. And I'll keep saying this. Um, we're living in an era right now, the National Football League, that it's a pressure cooker to play the quarterback position because you're playing in the era of a Patrick Mahomes, a Lamar Jackson, a Russell Wilson, um, and you're playing that. And, and you know, and, and you know, now Burrow, sure, now Herbert. And, and, uh, and really, Colin Murray. Guys like that are special. Like, um, Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. There, it's just it, it puts pressure in a perception of the fan bases of teams out there that they're not going to be satisfied until we find our Patrick Mahomes and you know our Russell Wilson, and it just doesn't work that way. So there's extra pressure from GMs and uh, coaches and the quarterback. Really, it's, I would just say the GM and the quarterback to where they're joined at the hip, and there's just not enough time. And 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 it's you know it's just what you're trying to sell to your fan base. It's a part of. That era is a part of living in a fantasy football world era. It's it's a fantasy has its negative effects on real life NFL from a perspective so? situation. Yes, I mean I oh from yeah 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 I got I got from a perspective of a fan base and the narrative out there on social media about the quarterback play. Like if you don't have gaudy numbers or you're not looking like that, people automatically equate that with like man that quarterback sucked. That quarterback is right. trash. You know it's like it's it's the same thing. I go back and forth with my girl all the time. We have because of her first. Her, she's programming her first knowledge when a team's struggling or this. The first thing she goes to, oh, that quarterback, he ain't no good. He sucks. He's terrible. I'm like, you always blame the quarterback. It's not always the quarterback situation. It's a lot. But in the Chicago thing, Chicago's got a thing to decide because, you know, depending on – 
playoffs because, hell, to look at it, I don't know when the last time that happened, but, hell, you mess around and you got all four teams from the NFC West taking up playoff spots or three out of the four, the wild cards, whatever, they add an extra uh, playoff. What does Chicago do in regards to if they miss the playoffs, if they have a second? Because that's what you and everybody else is predicting a second-half collapse from Chicago. Uh, pretty yeah. much. So that would put them out of the playoffs. And then you got a question like, okay, that first they could round pick. Be five and looking, four. They could be five and four after this stretch. We're looking for a quarterback of the future. Is that where we're at? I'm just for looking for Chicago one Bears. win out of these three. If they get one win out of these three, I'll be satisfied. Hmm. 736-9760. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Don't forget to go check out their new club. 13,000 plus square feet, golf simulators, restaurant, bar, full bar. Like I said, that's Rounders Car Club, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, also, this segment is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential and commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um. Okay, now also you had in the docket, speaking of that game before we move on last night, you talked about the Bears' point differential. Yeah, they've been outscored by two Um, as far as like the entire season. And when you look at the rest of the league, it's it's not good as far as the teams with – um as far as teams with five wins. Um, Bears, they're five and two. Uh, and that's the third worst point differential with teams with five wins. The Browns are five and two. They have a minus twenty-one differential. And the Bills are five and two with a minus four. So they have the third worst point differential um, of all the teams with five wins. The rest is like you know your Seattle's and things like that. Their plus is through. Tampa Bay is like plus eighty. Seattle's plus twenty some, plus thirty something yeah. like that. So it's just like it's just what I've been saying. Like I said, I've watched every game, every minute of every game, and. They've been super fortunate in those five wins. Like, I mean, like team like Carolina was unlucky. A few bounces here, a few bounces there. Detroit, Detroit should have beat them. Swift drops a touchdown right there in the end zone at the buzzer. The Giants, they lose Saquon Barkley that game, but they just had a couple things go wrong. So they just been extremely fortunate. And that's what I've been seeing. And like I said, it's we're gonna find out over these next three weeks. And it started last night. Like that was that was brutal. I felt bad that people had to watch that on Monday night. Like, that team can't start inside the 10. There's some teams that can start inside the 10. The Bears, and the reason why they've won five games is because they've won the field position battle. If the defense don't win the field position battle, they're like, they got no shot. Like, the Bears mm. are not built to go 90 yards. Like, when the Bears are getting stops deep in people's territory, but against McVay, McVay was finding a way out. They couldn't get off the field on third down, so they were winning the field position battle, and eventually they crumbled. But no, shout out to Hecker though. He put on oh, the show man. last night. Yeah, he has that. He's uh, a rugby style, yeah, right? He has yeah. that watermelon punch. Yeah, style. that watermelon. He put on the show last night. Yeah, he's the first. Like uh, McVay said, they gave him a game ball. It's very, oh, rare. they gave him a game ball. Uh, they should have. Very rare do you give a game ball to a punter. You've seen it from kickers, but punters are old. You know you've had a special yeah. day. So yeah, well we'll see how 
how it goes uh, with that, how it plays out, uh, kind of going forward with that. 736-9760. Also, uh, speaking on the NFL side, um, you were talking about looking at, uh, you know, there is some, you know, Matchups coming up this week uh, that's on the radar early. I mean, you know, of course, I just mentioned it a segment ago uh, with Pittsburgh um, and Baltimore. I've been waiting for that one at the beginning of the season. Oh, that's this season. week, too? That's this nice. weekend. Um, also, again, if you look in the NFC West, and you have to go back since the merger, man. This is this ties the best record overall combined for a division since the merger. Ever, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, they're tied for the best as of right now. So uh, a key matchup uh, coming up on the radar this weekend is Seattle. Uh, and Sam Fran, uh, you know, they've had a classic. They had a classic one in Seattle last year uh, that really came down to a seating, a division uh, type of thing. I think if I remember, 49ers made a goal line stand. So you have that game coming down. Um, but I think right but now. But Sam Fran lost Debo again, and they lost another running back. They were already down Mostert, and then they lost Wilson. He, Wilson has a high ankle sprain, mm-hmm. and uh, Debo's dealing with the hamstring. So it sucks for them coming off of two good wins. You know, they beat the crap out the Patriots, and they beat the Rams a week before. They finally get their footing, only to lose two more offensive weapons than Jimmy G's. Are. And I saw another pass sell. Even though they dominated the Patriots, he had another pass sell on them for an interception on Sunday versus the yeah, Patriots. So uh, yeah, he's he a- needs all the help he can get until he gets 100%. Yeah, yeah. well, I – Again, you know, I love Jimmy, but I'm not going to go straight with the, uh, you know, I'm not going to go straight to the whole just the eye, eye ankle sprain uh, card with Jimmy. I, it's, it's, uh, I don't know, like there's certain guys, and I'm and I, and glad you brought that up because there's certain guys that I believe in the NFL, and I've talked about this, and this is really what I think Carson Wentz deals with. There's guys, and you could put Jimmy in that category, there's guys that did not play big-time college football, Okay. Some guys, some people can handle it. You know, I mean, go look at the school Jerry Rice came from. Some of the greats. Not everybody went to a big Division One school. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that some, especially the quarterback position, when you don't go to a, a play in big universities and you don't deal with that pressure of everybody seeing your game, college game day there, everybody's hyping it up, this and that's eighty, hundred thousand in the crowd. Some of the times when you get to the NFL and whether it be a big contract you get, whether it be uh, you know the fame, couple endorsements and pressure starts getting and you start getting picked at about your performance, mm-hmm. okay, then then Connolly, it's and this is post-Super Bowl loss, uh, you know, last year, some guys can't just, it starts to show that they press and press. And right now, I'm not saying Jimmy's pressing because they put a couple wins, but it's really been, I think, their defensive coordinator special. I think he's going to have a head coaching job because he's got a lot of injuries on that side. Bosa out for the year, and he's been dealing with the, keeping them in the game. I'm shocked he didn't get a job. Maybe he ain't wanted one, but I'm but surprised he don't is, have a job. Guys, some of these guys are pressing, and that's what I think Carson Wentz's deal is. I think it's between his ears. I mean, lots of, you know, he's dealt with some injuries. Some of his weapons gone, but a lot of these guys guys that are not accustomed to being in the big light, you know, going, I mean, like, look, for example, like Joe Burrow, I mean, he's making love to the pressure. He played at LSU at Tiger Stadium in front of 100,000. He played in SEC. He's played in big games. You know, being the number one overall pick, going to Cincinnati, knowing that quarterbacks don't pan out drafted by Cincinnati, they, he's, 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 I mean, he's flourishing in it. So I think that's what you see a lot of, you Mm. know, that's what you see a lot of. Um, and that's what makes and then and the bring it full circle. That's what makes Dak special. That's because what makes he played him in the special. SEC. You well, think? no, because I, Mississippi State. I mean, when Dak was making his run and he was competitive, and you he know, broke we had, records at Mississippi right, State. But we had Dan. I mean, um, 
Don calling up here and telling us about, you know, Dak and Mississippi State. Yes, yeah, some of the in that year, some of their games, they were on a because Dan Mullen was there and they were on a streak or whatever. But but even Dak, I mean, that that's not that wasn't LSU, that wasn't Alabama, that wasn't Ohio State, that wasn't Michigan. It, he they got hot, but what I'm saying is that it didn't affect that didn't affect Dak. He came on the stage after going under center from the star. From a fan favorite for the most part of Tony Romo, the Dallas Cowboys. And from the day one on the preseason game in L.A. Coliseum, when he got his shot, he never did look back to where the fact like, look, we've got to go with this guy. And next thing you know, Tony's at a press conference holding back tears and saying, I get it because it's better for the team. That right there is worth a year. Why you got to bring that up? That right there is worth Why a you year. Why you got to bring up Tony crying? Because that right there, it's what he's funny. done is the difference between whether he wants four instead of five, you know? But now you've got uh, a Ferducci star. What, what's his name? Danucci, oh, Calvin. Danucci. Now you might be going with no, him. No, Danucci, Danuki, I don't know. They've got that line off the board, Duduki. and I guarantee you if they rule out um, if they rule out Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, Philly will be favored by seven or about a seven or seven and a half if they rule him out. They'll be a touchdown favorite. And nobody in the NFC East should be a touchdown favorite over anybody. That's fair. That's just even more embarrassing. Play play uh play attention to that. The what you saw from the Rams last night, do you feel like this is a good first game for Tua? Facing Aaron Donald, well, that's facing a, Leonard Floyd. That, that's the criticism. I mean, now the Bears offensive line isn't that right. good. So I, I I'm not gonna sit here and lie and tell you I could tell you about Miami's offensive line. But do you want Aaron Donald staring? Do you want Tua staring at Aaron Donald his first start of his career? Well, this is the thing. Um, that's been the controversy leading up that I've heard out there in the national. He is coming off a bye, to, but still, you know, this is you're setting them up for here. Whatever game they got after that, uh, this is my deal. I don't think. Um, Ain't no ideal situation. You just got to get in the no, fire. No, and I, and I think you said the key word. The buy is really what they attended for. Now, so happily, you know, the Rams are going to be on that schedule. But I think it was all intended for that buy. I mean, Fitzpatrick didn't get the message. He said his feelings were hurt. I'm like, man, all the time you've been benched and jerked around and started, not started. This hurt your feelings, man. I mean, that that shows you the powerful tour. The the Instagram post or the tweet out to his family, the video that was captured and went viral and had him at the center of Miami Stadium, got that owner to say, look at the reaction that this just gotten with this kid. He's got to get out there. <laughs> this guy, up. just from him sitting in the middle of the field, got it going to where we right. can't wait. This guy's polarizing. He's the future. we got to put him out there. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rick J. Sam spins the one and two. Um, all right, so moving along here. Uh, so, yeah, we definitely there's definitely going to be some um, big games that we're going to have to dive into 
uh, you know, later on this week in regards to big matchups as we're hitting the halfway point uh, here real quick. And going into college, or so some other things that went on uh, this week in college off the field, uh, Lane Kiffin. What happened with Lane Kiffin? Um, when they were up one versus Auburn, they were kickoff to Auburn. Ball touches Auburn's finger. You can see his finger move. Would have been a fumble recovery, but the referees decided not to uh, review it. They said there was nothing there, um, only to come back and say, well, after the game, somebody tweeted to Lane Kiffin, wow, SEC officials are just horrible. Lane retweets it, gets fined 25000 only to have the SEC come out and say, oh, you know what, by the way, he was right. They, well, it, was, it should have been ruled a fumble. And so not only did they fine him, he got fined for being correct. Um, I get what you're saying on that, uh, Rudy. But you can't say the refs are horrible, right? Yeah, I think due to the fact on college, it's even a little bit – I mean, in the pros as well, too, they protect you, not bashing the league and officials. But um, I saw a little bit of that game. Um, like I told you, Arbor is just – you know, even though they found a way to win, they're, they're really – You don't, you don't really believe in Yeah, um, LSU, um, they've got LSU this week. Uh, but I will tell you that uh, Lane, a lot of that has to do a little bit, too, with his reputation. Um, what do you mean by that? Just because, you know, Lane's He had a bad very, credit report? Well, when it comes to doing things he shouldn't do on social media, remember a few years ago, um, I forgot what game that was. I think it was an SMU game or something. But Lane had tweeted out a game, and they I forgot what he's at, Florida Atlantic, and a game they played in, and Lane – Tweeted out like, huh, that was a, you know, we did decide to go for it because, you know, the point spread was eight and a half mm. or something like that. That's just a big, I remember coming in here and ripping for that. Like, you just, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Uh, but, you know, that's Lane Kiffin. But, again, he's, you know, he, he they're they're off to a decent start. He's really defensive challenged uh, on the talent on that side of the ball. He's implementing his system. But, yeah, I mean, even though that was correct, what they said, you still can't, uh, you still going to have to pay a fine. Uh, in that in that sense, seven three six nine seven sixty. Also, uh, what else we got going on here? Um, interesting. Look ahead to interesting matchup, and we'll talk more about that as well too. But uh, Texas, uh, they've got to go into Stillwater and go uh, play Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. State. I don't know nothing about Oklahoma State this Oklahoma year. Oklahoma State. I mean, this isn't the normal people that haven't watched Oklahoma State football in a while or paid attention to the program. This isn't really in the last couple of years. Um, it's not really the you know the high flying air raid attack that normally you're accustomed to under Gundy. He still it's more have a running job. game and uh, defensively, huh? What has he done to keep his job this long? Like people don't get to stick around this long in college when you're not, you know, you're not winning Big Twelve titles. I think uh, you know I'm, the I'm answer to that question to, fairly. He's had issues on and off the field, and then this past year he had the issue with one of his players were mad that he was. Promoting uh, wearing network, the T-shirt, yeah. the, the with the you know whatever that network he was watching, like why has he kept his job so long? Well, I think a lot of keep in mind. I think he's passed, but the late uh, Boom Pickens, yeah, they uh, didn't get along. Yeah, did they? he you know uh, he's responsible for really keeping that Oklahoma State program afloat. Speaking of Boom Pickens, big donator, he was a big donator to that school. They butted heads a lot, but I think to answer your question is that in that region, uh, you know. In regards to really, you know, only really one professional team in the state of Oklahoma, speaking of the uh, Thunder, 
and the NBA, even though OU is treated like a professional program by the locals. I think in that region is that he's become a a figure where the people at campus, a student body, and everybody love him. Like, he's a guy that's going to go pack. People are going to show up to the pep like, rally because, you know, Gundy's going to come and take his shirt off or he's going right. to show you his mullet and all that. Like, it's Stoops a lot of kept that. his job. Stoops was winning Big 12 titles. He was going to national title games. He won a title. Mac Brown won a title. Mac Brown was winning, beating his rival. Mac Brown was winning Big 12s. Like, I'm, th- I'm, I'm speaking on guys who kept their jobs as long as Gundy has. Gundy's done none of that. Hey, look, I, I said it before the season, I mean, before COVID hit and all that, I, I said coming in, I said toward the end of last year that this coming up year was going to be a big year for and him. And now that, they league. gave him an extension because I think, what was it, Tennessee was after him heavy? He kind of played the middle, and then he got an extension about a year or two ago uh, to that way. Uh, but eventually they'll probably turn, want to turn the page. I, I mean, you know, especially if his players rebel – uh, against him, uh, you know, this year was for basically social justice reasons and all that. But um, that game this week, I mean, that's uh, really important for both, but especially Texas. They've got to keep the momentum going. They were victory, uh, victorious to get Baylor. They've got to keep their Big Twelve title hopes alive because uh, they're 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 on a different mission than most of the other schools in the Big Twelve. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Also, uh, switching gears here. Are the Aggies um, the best team in Texas? Um, let me see them play a couple more. I would probably say yeah. Okay. I mean, but I would say let me see A and M play a little bit more, uh, Texas. But if you want to say probably all together, uh, that might be fair. I mean, I don't know who could give you facts to argue with you against it. Um, I'm just not ready to go on the record quite yet with them. Um, real quick too. Side note: which you have it's, it's crazy. You know, we got a few days left in October, uh, but we've got and you and you look at the weather change down here locally today. Man. Um, and it gets you, you know, daylight savings time is this weekend. So it gets you in the mood, and it's in the mood the of fall and, and winter and all that. But then still, we're like a few weeks out from the Masters in November. That's crazy. And the reason why I'm bringing that up, did you hear about your guy, uh, DeChambeau? What did Bryce he do? Did. What did he say? That's, that, first of all, we're not going to call I him DeChambeau. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bryce DeChambeau. It's not that, that oh. sounds pause. <laughs> you know, but, but you know, but you just piss people off. You know, this is this is one of those things. He was quoted. I don't know where the weekend. What did he say? Because we're talking about the same the guy that won yeah, the U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah, with the long drive, do long ball, long ball, Chambon. Reportedly, he's on record saying this past weekend practice or whatever. I don't know where he was at. Um, on the fly, he got four twenty, like four twenty five. Um, what was it? One of our diehard listeners, Garris Herndon, sent me that on on it carry. He carried one for something, not rolled. He carries one for something. Carry. I mean, it's on the computer. It's legit. When I mean. Like when is the, when is somebody gonna speak out about the PJ Commissioner or what we're doing in regards to these golf course owners Look, and really these balls? Because you can't I'm do tell nothing you with the golf I'm gonna tell you something right now. I agree with the he, I agree with the bear. He got a chance to win the Masters. Long ball, oh, you ask, ask Bubba, ask Bubba if he if he can keep it in play. If he can keep it in play. He's going to have a look at a green jacket well, Sunday. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, I think coming off of a, a U.S. Open, I mean, you win a major, that puts you, you get over the yeah. hump, he got over the hump, that puts you in play for any champ, major championships. You- Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. 
Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Show up in. Listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J. They have been in the one and twos. This next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. It's your one-stop shop for liquor, beer, wine, and cigars. They have two locations, Petranco across from Walmart, and their flagship is on Petranco Pass Highway 211. That is, and they have a third location on the way. We'll keep you posted on that. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so um, keeping it moving. Yeah, that that's one of those that uh, I agree with the Golden Bear, man. It just comes to a time that, you know, there's so much land that you have. You can't keep, you know, redoing these golf courses, whatever. The problem lies in the uh, in the golf ball. Uh, but I just brought this all up because, again, it's Cal, weird as Cal. everything's changing but, but, at the But, but for DeChambone, like, we can't just put him in the ball category because he's – Way longer than everyone. No, I get it, but so you can't still. just put you can't just say ball for him. That's that's technique. But, that's 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 range work. Because if it was just the ball, everybody be four twenty carry. Well, it wasn't just the ball uh, during the long ball era in baseball, but there were some guys that was on the juice that made the difference. So Did if the you ball just is juice. G. Chambon no, being on the, the juice. The golf ball is juice. Oh, they're making golf balls that weekend hackers and warriors are playing with to keep them encouraged and to keep these right. golf admissions and ministry like these golf fees keep to play courses the weekend, open. To keep courses open and they're allowing the pros to play with them. You know. That's just like you know playing a, like like getting a real. So football what you want them to play with a medicine ball? Play with the, like like if we made the Nerf ball universal, okay? Like so you, you want to play, to play with, the, with a medicine ball? No, but you shouldn't be playing with a. You're the you're the top three percentile of golfers walking the world if you're in that top one hundred on the PGA. You shouldn't have to have a ball that is advanced to help handicappers, but guys that are handicapped, guys that are weekend hackers. You shouldn't be playing is, with that. This is just goes to show. Considering Tiger's down or whatever you want to call it, he's not in his heyday any longer. PGA needs eyes. PGA needs people talking. And nothing gets people talking more than somebody that hits the ball like DeChambeau. Like, regardless, I don't care about, like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Put, you know, drive for show, putt for dough. You got to have short game. Yes, yes, yes. But we all want to hit it a mile. I don't care who you are. Like, if you don't hit it a mile, you just say you like, oh well, it really doesn't matter. You got to hit it again. Like, only yeah. people that only people that get mad about people being able to drive it long are people that can't drive it long. So, 
like DeChambeau has been the talk of the PGA, so they're not gonna do, they're not gonna switch that ball up because it keeps people talking while they figure out what they're gonna do post Tiger Woods. Uh, well, this is um, this is what I, this is what I will say with that. It just depends on if you get more people like you know Jack and 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 you know. I, I, this is something I don't think Tiger would comment on or make a big deal why he's still active playing, but I can see him getting the rocket chair after he gets done playing and skips the senior tour and saying something like, hey, you know, when I was playing, the ball, you know, this it started making those comments. But we'll see. I mean, I didn't bring it up just to be negative on, on Bryce. And no, I know. The thing, I brought it up just because it's crazy and it's going to be weird how this plays because I do play, I believe, in the fall of gut. And it's, I'm eager to see what these ground crew guys have done out there because I think the course is going to play different in the fall in this time of year. With the greens, whatever. I mean, this is the first. I mean, you probably have to go back. I don't know, World War One, two, whatever era that you want to go into. The last time, or even the Masters, we even played in the fall, if that's ever happened. Um, Uncle Andy would have to uh, confirm that. But it's going to be different. But it was only a few weeks, few weeks away. Only a few weeks. That's away. crazy, right? It's weird. Yeah. So it's going to be the last major this year, but the first major next year. It's weird, right? Right. Did we have? Did have they, we already had where's, everything? Where's the British Open? We I put, thought we canceled it. Was no it postponed. canceled all the way? You can't play. You right. can't play British in December. It, I thought it, it was yeah. canceled. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. So I technically, this would be the last one. Okay, all right. Seven three six nine seven six. Switching back to gears. To yeah, the, it was canceled. Okay, switching back gears to the NFL. Um, Cam Newton is back in the news. Um, Cam look Cam hasn't looked good these last two weeks, man. You can't lose to Denver, and then you can't get skull drug and benched the following week against San Fran. I mean, Cam's my guy. I'm pulling for him, but he's got to be better. But go ahead. Well, there's no shame in losing to Denver. I mean, they, if, if you go, <laughs> oh, look I at mean, you. the way you say that, I mean, it's like, God, at the end of the day, I mean, there are some guys out there that are picking up checks on the 1st or 15th. I mean, they only had two weeks to get ready for that game. Yeah, I but, snuck that but, in there. But anyway, yeah. um, Jeff Garcia. Yeah, Jeff Garcia really laid into Cam. He's like, you know, dude, I'm seeing you come to the podium with these outfits on, yet you have two touchdowns and – four or five interceptions, and it's just like, dude, why are you dressed like that? And he really went in on him about like, hey, you make a spectacle of yourself, but yet your play doesn't match the spectacle what? you make. Now, while I don't like it, I can't get mad at Jeff because, I mean, you, you, you've you alluded to things like that. He's not the first person to say it, so I don't know why Jeff Garcia's is making headlines because there's a lot of people that have said those because things. Because I think that I live by this, regardless of the same things that I've said for four or five years now about Cam Newton, um, I'm not part of the fraternity. And Jeff Garcia, I don't think, has enough skins on the wall in regards to, I understand that he was a hell of a backup for the most part. He's led some teams to the playoffs and everything. Uh, you know, T.O. has come out and said some things about Jeff. Um, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with him doing that because he's part of the fraternity. That's you. You're not on the platform. I mean, Kurt Warner is employed by the NFL Network. Kurt Warner has a super. He has two Super Bowl appearances and a Super Bowl ring, and is a first time All of Fame. Probably one of the greatest stories in NFL history from going grabbing. Do you want paper or plastic and playing? And I watch that guy when I tune in here and there to NFL Network. And if he's talking about quarterback, he's a guy that has given his number out to these young quarterbacks. 
quarterbacks that they he don't throw them under the when bus. he critiques them. No, it doesn't matter how bad they are. He doesn't do that. And that's a guy that's got a yellow jacket. That's a guy that's been to three Super Bowls. Um, I've never been a. I, I don't say I hate Jeff Garcia. I've never been a good big fan. <laughs> but regardless, if radio guys saying that about Cam or fans are saying that about it, and whether it's true or not, that's a good thing. First of all, what I want to ask you: what kind of what platform did he express this? This is on Fox on Sunday TV. So he, this is on TV on yeah. a Fox. That's that's terrible. That's a personal no. attack. That's a personal attack to me. Even if it has something to do well, you know, Cam is who Cam is. I mean, no matter whether I say about a dress, he worries more about his wardrobe. Cam's not changing for that for nobody. But to sit there and come from a guy that basically it doesn't have a resume uh, good enough to um, be able to take a personal attack at Cam like that fraternity, that he should get ripped for it. I mean, who the so? hell is Jeff Garcia? <laughs> I didn't see. I, I mean, didn't know how to take it because I'm like, well, everybody says that. Like, dude, you dress like that, you better show up to play, and that's what he no. said. He's like, if you're gonna dress like that, you better show up and play. That's pretty much what Jeff said, and I was like, well, you know what? A lot of people, I've never played QB, and I said it. I say things, so I mean, he played the position. If he feels that now, way, now this is the thing. Can we've, he, we've, why can't okay, he say but that? See, it's how you say it, like. Deion Sanders and Michael Irvin, them, they used to always say that, like, yo, man, you wore that suit. You wear that like that. You got to get a win. Right. If you ain't going to win. That's not – and I didn't hear him say it, but I don't think that's where Jeff that's was going. Like, if you're, it's, it's – yeah, I think Jeff's going about pretty much telling this guy what I've kind of been saying, that you have the perception given off that you're more interested in what you're wearing than getting in the playbook and getting better. And at the end of the day, uh, the last – few games Cam has played, I really don't see that as all being on Cam. He's given the same problems that Tom Brady complained about last year. They don't have any receivers. They don't have receivers that can separate. They don't Edel- have a running game. They, the running game. Edelman is done. Julian Edelman is done. It started last year. He's dropping balls. He's taking a lot of hit. He's out. His best friend's not quarterback there no more. A lot of this, Cam's walked in from one situation into enough that similarity. The only difference is I think he gets better a little bit offensive line play. But look, Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick, even though I'm still team Belichick and, and I'm still thinking that, hey, Bill can win again without Tom, at the end of the day, there's guys that's good defensive coordinators that you come up with. The guy from the 49ers that you just win, the thanks list of mine. But, uh, you know, Vic Vangio. Right. Those things you were doing in that offensive scheme the first couple weeks, you were just borrowing time. It's just gimmicky. I mean, once you put that on film, how you were using Cam, if you're not getting creative or you don't have a passing attack, and I think Cam's capable of passing attack, he just don't have receivers that can help him out, and that's the case. It's looking like we're on a collision course for a one-and-done with Cam and the Patriots. It's a one-and-done situation. Yeah, they got Buffalo this week, so that's a big one. They gained some ground back in the division. As bad as the Patriots look, I've got to see. I would would fade the Pats probably against anybody else home or away that they're at, but I've got to see them uh, lose a division game to really believe, like, the change in the guard, like, it's, it's, it's going in. You know, like, that's the thing. I've got to see it. Okay. Like, I knew, I, like, I knew without actually seeing it, I knew, I knew the Spurs was hitting an iceberg here soon. And I knew that, hey, that time is, that time's gone. It's starting, and then it's slowly like, okay, and then people just playing. The Patriots, yes, it's different, but I, the, the, they've got one division. One of their wins they got is against the Miami Dolphins. Now, granted, that was week one. 
This is their second division game, and they're playing a Buffalo team is really struggling in the last three weeks. This Buffalo team does not look like the first couple. No. Buffalo, you you were on record first saying that you look like their defense is back slide a little bit. I mean, if Jets just have any offensive weapons, the Bills are on like a three game losing streak now, or four game, however many games three, they lost in a row. Three. So that's 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 another one of those you know peek out your corner eyes. This is and, the first time out. the Patriots have lost three games in a row since two thousand and two. And it's worse. That's insane. And it's his worst home defeat of the beatdown they took from the 49ers um, there. It, it's definitely going to be interesting how this plays out. And again, they went into the season with the hardest schedule in the NFL, speaking of the Patriots. They got one of the most difficult, they had the difficult schedule uh, that they've had to face. So that didn't help at all either. You know, but this yeah. is going to be very in- interesting. And see, another thing is, I had somebody DM me this the other day in regards to Dak, and I forgot uh, my guy's name that sent it to me. Um, He'll remind you, know, you right th- now. This is this is the deal, because he said, "Hey," and he, and, you know, he's straight up when it comes to the Cowboys, whatever. But he was talking about Zeke and Zeke's performance. You know, I'm starting to hear this because we heard it a little bit. Um, you know, with the NBA with Westbrook, I'm starting to hear this COVID effect. What do you on mean? some of these guys. Because he was saying, and some people think, like, you know, part of Zeke's deal is people think that Zeke's not all the way back, back or some having some ill effects from the COVID situation. Remember I said that about Cam Russell Newton, Westbrook? No, I've kind of heard that kind of going, and you brought it with Westbrook. You know, I don't know, no, man. there's something I, to that, man. I can see that. There's people that say it takes a while, man. It takes, And then you got the Jacksonville player who's going to be out for the entire year. He can't recover at all. Like, we haven't talked about him because he's not a big-name running back. Hell, I can't even remember his name right now, but I read it yesterday he's not coming back this season he can't breathe he's having all types of complications so he's out for the season but again i i was playing golf with a buddy what by three months ago then my buddy had had it and he was he had recovered for a month so i didn't mind being around him but he was having trouble getting around the golf course and we were driving he wasn't himself he played like crap never seen him play that bad and we were playing golf let alone football. So I'm not – I know it may sound like an excuse, but depending on how they went through it, I've heard it takes some It takes some recovering. I'm still sick of the Zeke. Zeke is, Zeke is <laughs> shot 19. Get, His you ain't COVID get, shot 19. Them 19 them, shots. Them 1942? Yeah, taking them, them shots. That's, that's, that's Zeke's thing. Zeke don't like – I mean, heck, man, I don't know. Unless Dr. Fauci says fumbling is a symptom for COVID – that you come into the, I'm not Disrespectful. I'm, I'm not really buying Disrespectful. that one. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the sports ground. We'll be back. All right, back here on the sports ground. Seven three six. 9760 broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Don't forget Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, uh, they're hiring. They always are hiring. They're a great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff for the uh, community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the sports crime. Um, all right. So, uh, keeping it moving here. Um, with that theme, you know, you uh, going back a little bit, going back to the, uh, to the Cowboys, because you had put this in the docket and you brought them up a little bit um, in regards to now that we know 
uh, Cowboys defensive uh, tackle. Griffin. Ever Griffin. Griffin is on the block. You you had a take on that in regards to that was a head scratcher to Yeah, I just was like, ah, well, I mean, if we giving up on Griffin in seven games, but Randy Gregory's still hanging around. I mean, I know he's he's eligible. Did he play this past Sunday? I didn't. Even, he did play. I thought so. He played this. Six snaps. So yeah, I thought so. He got out there. So he's back. So I'm guessing that's probably why they're like, hey, we can go ahead and get rid of Griffin. It didn't work out. I know Griffin battled some um, mental health issues while he was in Minnesota. I don't know. He's only recorded two and a half sacks up to this point. 20 tackles, two and a half sacks, and he's only playing, I want to say, 54% of snaps, something like that. The Cowboys are also playing him in a scheme and in a position that he's never played his entire career. <laughs> so I mean, so you bring him in to exactly. put him somewhere he's never been. Wow. Exactly. Wow. This is a dumpster fire if I've ever seen one. This is a dumpster fire. Like Tabasco in the eye, Jerry cussing people out. Dak's leg came out of his skin. Zeke fumbled nineteen times. Van Der Esch, Randy Gregory's back. And what's the one? Demarcus Lawrence is just Demarcus Lawrence is just getting cardio. He's just getting cardio. I I'm confused, man. I'm confused. Like it's it's disheartening. And football is disheartening when you start a season like this because everybody in the league has such high hopes. Everybody, all 32, like, hey, this could be it. And then you come out and it's this. You know, this is this is kind of like, you like, know. Like, what do you turn to? It's like Dallas, you do the contract. You, I mean, you do the contracts. You hand off your quarter of a billion dollars. You go ahead and have the sexy draft, Jerry, with the dra- backdrop of the yacht. You get the sexy. I told him, let us take Amari Cooper with, off your hands, Jerry. With Y'all don't Lamb. Need you get the Super Bowl winning coach. You got this momentum and everything. Like, hey, we don't need to whatever. And the next thing you know, the start, the season starts, and it's like you know, the single guys out there that you hollering at that chick, you meet that chick at the bar, and the next thing you know, you get home and she takes off the Spanx. <laughs> and it's like, damn. This is not the money that I'd put it for just all the depends. drink. You just it depends. get wearing Spanx, and it's it, just like it depends. Surprise. Look, man, it just depends on how old you are because after a certain age, you don't mind a little gut. Like, ain't nothing wrong with a little gut. Well, like, when, be, you, when you're when younger, you like, ah, oh, you know what? She needs to be this well, and that. Then, My age, like, I, hey, man, I got a gut. That's fine. I, don't, ain't, don't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't tripping off a little gut. But now. don't hide it, though. Oh. Let you know what you're getting into. Don't try to deceive it. That's deceitful. That's false advertising. Can't do that. I mean, yeah, no, everybody's got the preference. It ain't knocking on women that are there. Yeah, everybody yeah, likes it, but just don't guy. hide it. Just let it be you. Don't like, I mean, I'll just you know? rub tummies together yeah. for good luck. So, I don't know, man. It, it's a, it's a bad no, it's situation. Bad, man. But, uh, yeah, Randy with, Gregory's yeah, still here. That, that's kind of your deal, but Randy's still there, you know. Um, and they're really wasting the efforts of uh, – you know, uh, they're signing, you know, when they made the signing with Alden Smith. I mean, that, that Alden could be utilizing his talents or his hunger to kind of make his rebrand himself on another team as well, too. But Sunday night, primetime, only game You know in what? Town. That pisses me off, too. Not pisses me off, but it's just like, damn, this is what we stuck with. So Sunday night, you got Dallas and Philly. Nobody wants to see the NFC. And then Monday night, you got to watch the Giants play Tampa. So you got three NFC East teams. On to, on on primetime television Sunday night Monday it's horrible. I'm not I'm not looking forward to that next Monday night game. I mean Philly and Dallas should be interested just to see what kind of uh, 
what you know what can what what can Philly do? What can Philly take advantage? Of playing against a, a team that's basically this backed up, can they can they take advantage of that? That's pretty much that's that's really what the whole what I'm looking at to see if this is the game that gets them going, gets some separation. They take over first place, and the next thing you know, they're out. Right, last running. night, you know, Bears totally outmatched, outclassed, but the defense never stopped playing, even scored a touchdown. You know, it's just it's levels to it. There's levels to it, you know what I mean? Like no not quitting. Even though you're down twenty four to three, defense still out there making plays, turn it into a touchdown, made it look closer than it really was. Well, definitely it's one of those situations to where uh, you know, that that has a lot to do with coaching. Uh because you get y'all's defensive coordinator is a cancer survivor that had to fight. Uh, speaking of Chuck Pagano, uh, that, that's the only thing that I will say. I know I've said, you know, I've defended Mike Nolan a little bit, say hey, this is bros and Joes. But I think the if you're going to make a change, especially midseason, or if you do, the only thing that a coach's style can different is basically with a philosophy like, look, we're, we're either being straight. These are grown men that are basically getting paycheck. You say, look, we might not have the talent in this room on this side of the ball. We not do that. But one thing we're going to do is we're going to have effort. And that comes down to – the coach. Now, Mike Nolan, if that's not in his character, or Mike Nolan, he can't be somebody that he's not. So he can't go in there and say that. Right, and then, right, right, if you, right, that's right. the one thing about NFL guys. If you come across fake, they'll sniff that out and you're done. But I'm just telling you, going back to your point about, like, look at the Bears last night. No bad field position, this and that, but the Bears get a a, a touchdown, you know, in regards, which I didn't you know just about. Keep playing. I didn't know about running to the to the TV screen, the the, the whole celebration oh, cam you when that? you're down. I was like, what are you doing? When y'all are down that much, you know, at that uh, point. I didn't like that either. So, but it's it's one of those situations to where, hey, it is what it is. It's effort. You know, but you got to It's a fine line to where how much of that falls on grown men that are professionals, and how much of that falls on you know the coaching and his philosophy and what the, the respect he demands. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Okay, so you become the expert of this sport. I'm not dived no into it. Uh, speaking of UFC, oh, um, there was a retirement. Uh, I know a little bit about the storyline. Aldi is hiring full-time store associates, part-time cashiers, and stockers starting at $16.50 with a $2 an hour seasonal premium in Falls Church and Alexandria, Virginia. We're Aldi, one of America's favorite grocery stores, and we're proud that our careers are just as award-winning as our products. Aldi is charting an aggressive growth course to become the third largest U.S. grocery retailer by store count by the end of 2022. More stores means more opportunities for you. We offer competitive pay and extraordinary benefits. Learn more about store associate roles and apply online at careers.aldi.us. Welcome to more. Aldi is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? <sighs> no, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshall's? Yep, Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshall's. Marshalls. But there was a big retirement in UFC this weekend, unlike the one that uh, Conor McGregor gives us one, one every 90 days, 120 days. I'm out. I'm retiring. That's yeah. done. But what, what's we'll, what's we'll what talk about? I don't. We're coming up against oh, okay. it. So yeah, we're coming up against uh, Sam's little distracted with um, mm-hmm. with with the PD over mm-hmm. there. But I'm sure we're coming up against it. So we'll save it. But, okay. Uh, Rob so, thought rubbing tummies was funny. What somebody thought somebody yeah, laughed on that? Yeah, Kansas City Rob. Kansas City Rob always complained like, "Oh, why y'all act like it's so cold?" Like Rob, we live in Texas. 
If we wanted it to be super cold, we'd move to Kansas. I don't want 30 degrees more chill. Like, it's take that, that to Kansas, cool man. That usually gets you that it seems cold enough. And it's nothing like uh, using the uh, having to use the heater for the first time when you cut it on. And you that cut smell. it, you got smell. Ugh. Smells like somebody, like, I don't know, it's a vacuum burnt smell or whatever. It's just you one of those things. We're going to have some more shutdowns with this cold weather coming through and that's the spike. Oh, spike man, I mean, it's going to be a dark Because we just. We just opened back up. It could be a dark winter. Uh, I mean, it just depends. I think in certain pockets. I mean, like you know, Texas went through ours this summer. Uh, it could be coming back full, uh, right. full cold, uh, full turn here in the last couple months. But there's other places up north that's going to it. But yeah, you mix this in with the regular flu and what's going on. It's 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 kind of being. It's it's going to probably not totally out of the woods yet. You know, not totally out of the woods yet. So um, what else we got? Do you get going the vote on? yet? I need to go no, this week. I'm, I'm going to go tomorrow or Thursday. Uh, I'm not waiting till the third. I'm going to go tomorrow or Thursday. And this is probably, it's, I, like I said, I've been voting since I was 18, but I can't remember in regards to a time that there's been this many outlets that basically where there's kind of regions that you don't have to worry about staying voting. There's more places that's taking open voting from everybody. That's just. Uh, yeah, that's, my first time voting was 04. Was that uh, so when we were first getting on there? It was Bush and Kerry, right? When we were over at the other station. It was Bush versus Kerry, wasn't it? Oh, for that was my so. first time. I know you had voted before have, that. Have yeah. Anyway. Remember. Yeah, but we got to talk some UFC when we get back. Yeah, educate me on this. All right. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Crowd. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Sharpside Sports Consulting. Uh, make sure you go to the website at sharpsidesports.com where you can uh, – it's it's almost like a menu, man. When you go on their site, you can choose from a variety of different type of information in regards to analytic information from lines, line trends, and picks to any of the major sports. Uh, make sure you use the promo code SGE1. Uh, you, that package is good also for the SGE Pick 6 package. Uh, that, Like I said, it's just not lines. It's not a gambling site. It's not that. Uh, you know, but you can go there, you can get the information, uh, you get three picks, and not only that, they're backing it where it's money back guaranteed in 30 days if you're not making money off of it. Get a lot of traffic from the San Antonio, Texas area in it from what uh, from what I've heard, so that's a good thing. Really? Then, yeah, just, um, I mean, well, it's sports gambling. I mean, it's it's a big business in regards to the globe. That's why I just, I mean, I've been talking about years of getting involved in as much as I've paid attention to it for over 13, 14 years now, but Make sure you use the SG promo code they, on those packages. They went crazy Saturday on the MMA. They didn't miss one. They didn't miss one on MMA. Yeah, today, uh, continue. If you haven't started following me on uh, Instagram, you can go to SGE underscore picks. Uh, might be giving a uh, cover of the day today on that uh, on a side uh, play on that baseball and Raids game today. I haven't decided that, but there should be one coming up. Uh, during the week here shortly into tomorrow. I think we might be getting to be joined by James tomorrow to give us a midweek uh, recap on some things that happened this past weekend. I know there was a lot of 
uh, money that swayed uh, directions on the missed field goal in Cleveland. I mean, I would have had a 5-1 and one weekend instead of 4-1-1 one one if it wasn't for that. I had them in the card. Um, also, there's a lot of other uh, pretty much swings that went away that I've even heard in college. So we'll look at that, and he'll give probably a sneak preview on what's his radar uh, coming up uh, this weekend uh, when we uh, reavene on Friday and get you ready for this weekend. But that's Sharp Side Sports, uh, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, all right, so yeah, um, UFC. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, give me the the backstory a little bit about this retirement and what. Yeah, Habib's father passed away, um, and I guess he had said after the fight, after he won, that he had gave his mom his word that this would be it, that he didn't want to fight anymore without his father alive. Uh, Cormier, who was calling the fight, is really good friends with Habib, and he said, "Look, Habib ain't Habib is a lot of things, but he ain't no liar, and he ain't." And once he said he heard him say he gave his word to his mom, he knew it was real. He knew that was the end. So he doesn't feel like this isn't this is um, like a Conor McGregor or Floyd Mayweather or a Michael Jordan type thing or Brett Favre type thing where he's just doing it for show. Like Habib don't have that type of character. Now I'll say this: I don't think he's lying either. I don't, I'm gonna take Cormier's word for it. I'm no UFC guy. I'm gonna stick to that. I don't want to disrespect the real UFC fans. But I wouldn't kill him if a year from now or two years from now, you know, he's still mourning after he's done mm. mourning. If he if he were to change his mind, I don't think anybody's gonna hold that against him or feel like it's that he lied. But and I can see later down the line, his mom giving him the blessing. Right now, they're going through it. That was an important part of their lives. It was an important part of his career. He says he should be. He says he should go down as pound for pound the best. He said he needs that title, uh, the goat. Um, but. All I know is, like I say, I don't watch UFC, but ever since I started watching him, I knew I wasn't, even though this fight was at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I knew I wasn't missing that fight. I didn't know, I had no idea he was going to retire. I was watching my sister-in-law. She's a huge UFC fan, and she said that he he would retire after the fight, and I was just looking at her like, you get in my house talking sports like you know something, but she knew she knew something I didn't hmm. know, and then he ended up retiring. But yeah, I when he's fighting, I have I have to watch, and you know he's one so of the best. So that was going to be my next question: Has he been over time a big draw? Oh yeah, he's one he of yeah, he's a he's hmm. a bear, he's a bear, man, he's a bear. Like, again, I don't know that sport like that, but I know when I'm watching somebody that's better than everybody. And he's definitely better than everybody. I mean, he told he told Cormier before the fight because Geechee is that how you say his name? I forget how you say his name, but he was like, "I won't tap out. I'm not gonna tap out." And he said that he told Cormier once he heard him say that he knew he was gonna make his ass tap out, and that's exactly what he put him to sleep. Put him to sleep because the damn ref. I'm like, what are you doing? Like the dude sitting there tapping the guy's head, like he was still breathing, he was still fine, and then and. and you know, Habib looks up at the ref like, you don't see this fool tapping, and next thing you know, the guy's knocked out sleep. But, um, um, yeah, man, but uh, UFC, man, they put on show. But as good as that was, I still think what we got coming to the Dome this Saturday is probably going to be the fight of the year, supposed to be the fight of the year. Leo Santa Cruz, Javante Davis, you got the, you know, Mayweather be in the building. He goes everywhere with Javante. So for us to get the – Get a pay-per-view fight and the biggest boxing match of the year. To me, I can't, if my memory's, you know, if my memory's off, somebody can feel free to correct me on Facebook or Twitter. But to me, we got the biggest fight of the year 
coming to the Alamo Dome this and paper. You're speaking of Mayweather's main guy. That yeah, Javante Davis yeah. and then Leo Santa Cruz. I love both of them. Um, I'm like, like I said, I don't. I'm not a UFC or boxing guy, but I'm hype. I'm hype for this one. And it's on Halloween, and it's in my city. I have reached out to Mayweather Promotions to try to get Javante on. They said they let me know. They mm-hmm. did respond to the email, but I don't know. He's this is the biggest fight of his career. So I wouldn't doubt if they just, you know, skip that. You know, he's got to make weight. He's got a lot of things to do, and he's fighting a guy that's really, really talented. And but no, I'm hyped for this fight this week. That's that's a big fight. Davis and Leo Santa Cruz in our backyard, pay-per-view, Mayweather promotions in San Antonio. That's a big damn deal, man. So oh, we we're on some. the we on the map this one. I don't know how many fans we're allowed. How many fans we allowed to have, Sam? 50, 60, how much what percent are we allowed to have? Oh, he's on the phone. He's on the okay. phone. I, I don't know what percentage we're allowed to have in the capacity. dome. I just hope they have some. I, I just hope the brother gets some fa- fair, fair judges down here, um, and it's part of, of the region. What? Uh, well, see, that's the thing. He has a lot of power from watching the showtime. He has a lot of power. A lot of his fights end early. Santa Cruz's plan is to make it go deep into the fight and tire Javante out because he normally doesn't go that late. He feels like if it goes that late, Leo feels like he's got him. Um, but. If it comes to the card, <laughs> yeah. if it goes, if it comes down to the judges, yeah. I don't know. Javante yeah. might be up against. <laughs> Javante yeah. might be up against yeah. it. He's on the road on this one. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's a road team on this one. Yeah, he's from I think Baltimore. Late, great, was it the late uh, Pennell Whitaker? Who was yes, it that, that was yeah. Sweepy. Robbed. One of the biggest robs down here. And was, was that so here? Much was stuff. that here? Yeah, I mean, he got so that, it was so much stuff that went behind the scenes on that before that fight even took place that I can't even tell you on air uh, that I've kind of been told about that fight that went down here uh, behind the scenes on how much money that meant for the city at the time because that was a mega thing. But yeah, he got he he, he got he got screwed down here. Yeah, you know, he was on the road. You know, you get like I mean, I, you might as well say you might as well be going to fight into the Delta Center in the nineties. You know, you wouldn't get no calls in the in the Delta City tonight. You ain't getting no calls down here when it comes to judges uh, in, the, in in this in this region. Seven three six nine seven six. Was that was that Oscar? Was it or Chavez? Was that Chavez? No, it was Chavez. Or it was Chavez. Chavez. Yeah, it was, Chavez. Yeah, it was, was that fight ninety five for Chavez? We already hundred and ten. Don't get them started. Which one, which one was that? Don't one? get Chavez Nation I started. Then we got to go over to Mexico to find out some of those other fighters that were one through fifty who Chavez that they think is such the great of all time, and we don't even know half the guys that he fought over there. But he's a hundred and something at the time. And when Oscar got with him, he was damn near in the senior citizen home by the time Oscar fought him. You know. 736-976. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. All right, back here on the sports grind. 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios, Calvin Casey, Rudy K. Yep, yep. Sam Spin the one and two. This last segment of the day is going to be presented by First Serve Tennis. Keep in mind, uh, First Serve Tennis, they have professional same-day racket restraining and repair. They got all the name brands of tennis rackets, apparel that you want to as well. 
Um, you know, they've been serving the San Antonio area for over 30 years. Uh, that is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Yeah, I got a few mm-hmm. different answers. Some people say 25%. Some people say 50%. But On the I'm looking at the one of the websites. It's like an actual boxy junkie website. It's 25% capacity. So 25% capacity. What is it? The Dome 65,000, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 65,000.25. About 16,000 fans, I guess. 20,000. About 20,000 fans, I'm sure. I'm guessing. Which is good. I mean, you just fill up the to the front, you know, just pack it in. But, no, nah, man, that's a big fight. That's a big deal for San Antonio. That's a good look. 2020 has been crappy, but this is a great look for the city. Oh, See that Mayweather plane pull up? Hop out the Mayweather plane with the black carpet laying down. And like I said, I love Leo. I've been watching Leo since he was on ESPN, fighting on ESPN. Oh. Leo's a problem, too. His dad's battling some uh, health issues as well. And his dad's always been his trainer. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to Saturday night. I know it's Halloween, but, you know, ain't no trick-or-treating rule. My kids ain't trick-or-treating. So, might as well chill at the crib. That's right. Watch. So, this Halloween falls on the weekend. Yeah, right? Halloween on the weekend. But I, I know a lot of neighborhoods aren't even allowing you to trick-or-treat, like the HOA or whatever, because of certain, I don't know. Well, it's safety concern. I mean, we're, we're trying to get on with the lines, but we're still in the middle of a pandemic, uh, a 100-year mm-hmm. pandemic. So, uh, that that's, uh, like everything else, it's been altered. Uh, right. That's without a doubt. Uh, man, I'm hoping our HOA has probably put that in effect. Just no. put the candy bowl outside, yeah. put it at the driveway, and just throw it away after it's all gone. Just Don't even bring it back in the house. Just dealing with, I, it's just one of those. It's like I've never, even when I was a young kid, like I got out of Halloween like by the age of like, you know, probably like 10, 11. Yeah, I, I don't remember how long it. I did it either. It wasn't that long. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the only time that I think I told my mom to listen to uh, her side of the family that 90% of them were Jehovah Witnesses. That's the one time I said, listen to them, Mom. I ain't supposed to be doing this. And I just would never, like, dress up. No. But, you know, the, but anyway. the bars and clubs are open back up, so everybody going, you know, and females. you know what? They setting up the bars and the clubs for the fall again. We've known this spike is coming, and when it comes, to be like, you see there? Yeah. Shut they back gonna down. Take, gonna, take... But it's, it's just bad. It's just, it's just in general, but it's coming. Though. But the ladies right. get to get naked. You know, if Halloween has turned into a uh, that gives a reason to be naked. Yeah, no, it, 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 uh, an excuse to be a thought, a skank. Jesus, the way you dress—that's just an excuse. Girls that women that want to do that, either they're 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 mad, they're either with a controlling man or they lack a self-esteem or they want to really show what they are after they clock out from nine to five, and they use October the thirty-first, Halloween, to 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 really let it out. To really just basically that's that's the that's that way. That's that's the truth of that, especially adults. It's a kid's holiday anyway, you know. Uh, that's just that's just the reality. <laughs> All right, let's see if we got time to get one phone call real quick. Let's go to Ron. Ron, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, Ron? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'll be quick about this. I know you're pressed for time. No, cool. um, I want to dive into the UFC talk real quick in reference to the judges, um, Khabib versus Gaethje. You know they had – could be losing the first round, Rudy. That's really? how bad judging is. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think he has lost a round in how long. But it, was that uh, his first lost round in how long? It's been a while since he's lost it's a round. Almost, yeah, about probably since 2012. I yeah, say. man. You can't leave it in these refs' hands, man. That's so. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. But having to lose the first judge, round, excuse that's me. crazy. That's insane. But And the thing about it, too, guys, is these judges aren't held responsible. You know what I mean? They can give you crappy scores, and you don't even know why. 
And yeah. it's a pandemic <laughs> right now. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's running rapid, especially in the MMA world. But let me go ahead and touch on one more other point in reference to Khabib uh, retiring. I think yeah. it's for sure, guys, due to the fact that he has a next up-and-comer. His name is Islam Mokochek. Uh-huh. Uh, this guy is a 155er. He trains out of Dakistan, at AKA San Jose. He's the next, how can I put this, the next um, rising lightweight. Um, Khabib's done, guys. He's done, man. Yeah. He made a promise. It looked like, it looked like, it looked done. legit, man. It looked legit. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, he's done, guys. Well, like I said, um, I appreciate you taking my phone call. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, the fact that you are talking more UFC, more MMA talk, I've been listening to y'all since 2007, give or take. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to see y'all, you know, kind of jump on the, uh, the MMA wagon. So I appreciate the UFC talk and keep it up, guys. All appreciate right. it, man. That's credit. You can credit Rudy for that. Rudy J for, uh, for that. <laughs> I won't. I mean, seriously, I mean, because I, I, like I said, when, you know, Rousey, uh, McGregor, and my man, um, uh, God, what's my man? My favorite fighter, UFC. Your twin? No, man, oh. not him. <laughs> like, gosh, I'm so sick. I'm glad he's retired. I'm glad his ass stay retired, but he stays on TV. Uh, not Bones Jones. No, man, my guy, my smoker, my favorite UFC guy. His name slips my mind. Come the on, smoker? the one you're always talking about. Hispanic fighter, my Diaz. Oh, Nate you is. like Nick? Is it Nick or Nate? Nate. Nate. Well, oh, brothers, you love but Nate. I like Nate, yeah. man. That's my you love favorite. Nate. Yeah, that was your guy. favorite fighter. A lot, I, I that, don't think he's done. No, there's a lot so. of people that love Nate. Yeah. Nate is the people's champ for don't sure. Don't read his background. You talking about getting it from the mud, man? Nate got it from the mud. Yeah. Like he, I mean, the, the, the way he had to grow up in the gym and get it, but no, nah, that's how you know. Um, Rousey, Holly Holm, like the big fights I tune into, but I just couldn't. It's just one of those can't really get into no, it in the Conor McGregor. But easy. it's, but it's you know, like I said, they were the first sport back in COVID. You know, Dana White told everybody, like, look, we're going to find a way to do it. He built Fight Island. Um, the one thing I had, I'm not a big Dana White fan, but I gained respect for him when he brought the corporate America and advertising sponsors to a brutal sport um, on TV and made it, you know, mainstream when he did the deal with Fox and all that. So that's that's the props that I get it. But, yeah, that's that's on you for bringing uh, UFC to the light. Uh, yeah, in one of my in-laws, my in-laws are right. Yeah, they've trapped me. And then next thing you know, you end up liking a couple of these guys. And next thing you know, you end up learning a move or two. And next thing you know, you end up watching two or three fights a month because that's how many they have. So, nah, man, they own boxing's ass. I mean, but like I said, it's still not as exciting as this, what we got coming to the Dome. But there's still some exciting cards on UFC for sure. And but this, I didn't like the 1 o'clock start, but I get it. It was in Dubai. But the 1 o'clock start was super weird. Cut into college football time for me, but uh. Mm. Oh yeah, no. You wasn't watching that. It was no. college football. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's locked in on uh, on Saturday on college football Sunday. The only thing I break for a little bit is maybe the news, the five o'clock CBS uh, <laughs> news or five thirty. That's about uh, ABC. I'm sorry, or sixty CBS, minutes. You see, ABC. you see your boy uh, walk out the sixty minutes interview like I think of him. Oh, you talking about Donald? Yeah. <laughs> he walked. I didn't out. see the actual interview, but I heard he, about he's it. He's got enough. This is enough of an interview. We're done. You know, to be honest Dude with you. Dude is wild, man. He crazy. At this point, I just laugh. He's crazy, dog. Like, no. for real. And if y'all thinking we really going to find out on November 3rd, y'all, y'all, y'all are crazy, mistaken. This is going to be dragged out for How long? a split. To, I, it's when do you think we find out? Few we- I think for a few weeks. Unless Damn. somebody gets their head beat in by a landslide, which I don't see that's divided the country. I don't see that happening. But it ain't going to 
I doubt it they're going to make a call on November 3rd. That's just it. Hope I'm wrong, but I doubt it. Don't hold your breath. I agree with you. Sorry, Mike. Left you on hold. Call back uh, tomorrow. We'll try to get you tomorrow. Uh, special thanks to producer the show, Rudy J. Yes, Sam's crazy. Uh, <laughs> myself, Calvin. Sam's been the one and two. San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people of Tyler, people of the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, for it to snooze button. And for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow. hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Marshalls.